So okay. I, I got the vibe. <laughs> okay. he, he knows the flow. Yeah. yeah, he knows what's up. Okay, cool. I actually don't know where Brian is today. Do you know, Dev? I don't know. He's a scrub. Who cares? Yeah, this is the right response. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Miami. Uh, uh, South Beach. Bringing the heat. Uh. We'll see what the fans say, but maybe Keith will just have to replace him full time. We'll, we'll demote Brian to hey, sixth yeah, man. I like the special appearance. You know, <laughs> fill in when somebody can't. Yeah. That's good. Brian, who? I'm <laughs> saying. <laughs> uh all right should we get started here yeah this is this is cool gk it works pretty well right yeah it's cool being able to see all the things and so what happens on the back end is they will automatically even out our audio levels so it'll sound a little bit better hopefully wow yeah technology is now (laughs) that's right that's right we can have taco bell delivered to our door and we can audio mix uh, on the fly Funny you said that because I had Taco Bell delivered to my door last night. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. First were time. You, were you sucked into that $5 box? Yes. Enough. <laughs> 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 that's exactly why I ordered it. I had Taco Bell probably in four years at the very least. And I, I saw that ad on Hulu and, and turned got to you. my girlfriend. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> they just got me. And we ordered Taco Bell. Um, uh. Have I told you about the story where we uh, Uber eats McDonald's? Uh, no. No. So this was, oh my God, this must have been last year. It was like the first time McDonald's was available for delivery, right? Which is game changing. Uh, mm-hmm. But this was after a, a night of, you know, a few drinks, uh, eating some edibles, things like that. And we get home and Eva's like, I got this order taken care of. Don't worry. I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, McDonald's, Uber Eats. We got to do it. I'm like, okay, we'll see how this turns out. She ends up ordering 40 McNuggets for the both of us, (laughs) two things of fries and like a hamburger on the side just thrown in. She she thought she had ordered two of the 10 pieces, but it turns out she got two of the 20 pieces. You guys feasted. We did. It was, yeah, everything. Yeah, was, yeah I still, still haven't recovered. <laughs> I really sat with you there, I see. Oh, man. I'm still trying to get rid of it. I'm still trying to run it off. <laughs> oh, that's great. Anyway, uh, we're back here for another episode of Hoopity Scoop. Uh, this week's episode, we're talking about the Southeast Division. We got a special guest uh, kicking out Bry for our man Keith. What up, Keith? Hey man, how's it going? How y'all doing? doing <laughs> We're doing great. Where? So you're back east, is that right? You're East Coast guy. Uh, yeah, semi. I'm like Midwest. I'm in Cincinnati right now. Okay, okay. Yeah. Do you have a a basketball team of affiliation, or are you a a global? I'm fan? a fan. I'm a fan of the game. <laughs> yeah, special. <laughs> Good teams. to know. Um, and, and you're oh, actually, actually one of Devin's no, no. buddies, right? Yeah, I am. Actually, I lied. I am a newly uh newly Laker fan. Kobe oh, couldn't make me a Laker no. fan. LeBron I thought can. we got rid of Brian this episode. Uh, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Keith, let's hear it. Why why are you a Lakers fan now? Um, Kobe couldn't make me a Laker fan, but LeBron could. And uh <laughs> he took his talents to LA and I just had to join on the team. Wow. <laughs> Have you guys actually seen LeBron's new show on HBO? Yeah. The shop. Yeah. Did you yeah. watch the recent episode? 
watch which one? The this Drake episode that just came yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. I watched both of them yesterday. I was super impressed. It's quality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It definitely makes you uh, team Drake, I feel like. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. And it also makes you think that the Kiki lyrics are definitely Kim and trying to get back at Kanye in his head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you know. <laughs> I said you weren't wrong, GK, to, to <laughs> cipher it that way. I, I, I'm I, all for it. I just want to hear the the diss track that he's holding. Oh, oh yeah. yeah I, I would pay good money for that. Oh, yeah. Do you think it'll leak? You think he'll just keep uh, putting out pieces? Um, I don't know. I think he's beyond that. He, I mean, he's on a whole other level. He doesn't have to get into that game. We're past it. We're moving on. Yeah, I mean, Kanye's, yeah. Yeah, Kanye's Kanye. lost this yeah. battle. Yeah. And that's all we should say about Kanye. <laughs> yeah. yeah so don't talk about that guy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we're glad to have you on board, Keith. Um, excited to have you for this episode. Uh, we'll see how you compare to the other super sub we had, Andy, uh, to see who makes the final six-man roll and coming off the bench here. Pressure's on. <laughs> That's right. You better, you better show up. <laughs> uh, looking around the league, we, we had kind of an interesting uh, week leading up to this final season. I got an alarm going off for my laundry here. I should probably turn that off. Uh, we had a fine, you know, interesting week leading up to the season. The big news, I think, was really out of the Spurs side of the thing. We lost Deontay Murray with an ACL tear and Lonnie Walker, really messing up that bad core, which is sad uh, and a real bummer. Yeah. You still think this uh, Spurs team can make the playoffs here without Deontay and, and Lonnie for six to eight weeks, at least for Lonnie? Um, I think so. I think... Uh... Because who else would it be in the top eight? It's it's them in Portland. I, st- I would still have the Spurs making it over Portland. Yeah, I think the the co- conversation at least is around Nuggets, Pelicans, Portland, Spurs, all battling for those last couple seeds there. Well, yeah. I, I, I don't think we can ever ever count the Spurs out. I think Pop is, <laughs> you know, prided himself on you know the plug and play mentality. And when one guy goes down, the next guy up kind of thing. So it's unfortunate for Deontay to go down because uh, this is, I think, going to be his year uh, to really showcase all of his abilities and lead the squad. So that's going to be tough to see. But, you know, they got guys like Brent Forbes that's ready to, yeah. you know, come back in and mm-hmm. add, a little, add a little of what they have. It's just everybody does something different, um, but they all do the same things well. Yeah, well said. Um, it, it's funny, these, the Spurs, we we all say, oh, Pop can figure it out, don't worry. But if this team was assembled with any other coach, I think we'd be seriously questioning their playoff capabilities, it's specifically Definitely. around the three-point shot. Like, I don't see anyone on their roster that's going to shoot over 35% at volume, uh, which is super questioning going into the league. So we'll see yeah. how it ends up. Um, I think they sneak in, though. I think they'll, they'll hold their own to your point, Keith. Yeah, I don't even think it's going to be them sneaking in. I feel like, oh. what were they last season? You know, like, they were top four, right? Yeah, no? yeah, without uh, Kawhi, too. Yeah, so uh, it's really tough to count them out. It no really doubt. is. The West did get better. I mean, as a self-appointed Lakers fan, though, you can <laughs> recognize that. Oh, yeah, the Lakers are sneaking in. <laughs> <laughs> sneaking in. It's Sneaking funny. I mean, a lot of like the 
the talking heads on ESPN or whatever, that's the trendy pick is to say the Lakers are not going to make the playoffs. And that's so foolish. Yeah, that's foolish. It is. Let's see. So last year, uh, the Spurs. You could let LeBron not be in the postseason. You know, yeah. <laughs> that would be the dumbest decision <laughs> ever. Yeah. Adam Silver would be uh, scheming hard to make that not happen. That's for sure. Yeah. No question. Yeah, Spurs ended up last year with a 47-35 record. Uh, good for a seven seed. Only a game out of not making the playoffs, though. Wow. So we'll see. I didn't, I didn't realize it was that tight. It was, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah, them, Denver, um, Minnesota, all battling for that final seed. Um, the, the other news out of the past week, actually talking about Timberwolves. Oh, my God. The Jimmy Buckets train. This is an amazing story. Uh, Devin, do you want to do this justice? I mean, the Jimmy Butler rollout. (laughs) Jimmy Butler is the truest G. I mean, Keith and I have been talking about this this whole week and following religiously uh, on Twitter of what was going on. Essentially, Jimmy, as we know, has had requested a trade a while ago from Minnesota and has kind of been waiting for them to make a move. And I don't know if he felt – well, clearly he felt like they were dragging their feet, so he decides – to go to practice, shows up late, <laughs> pretty much is a bully on practice, competing real hard, talking his shit, talking shit to the players, talking shit to the GM, and then proceeds to leave practice after just destroying supposedly the starters with the third rotation. <laughs> <laughs> Calls up Rachel Nichols and sets up this whole ESPN special, yeah. which a lot has been rolled out over the last few days. She magically appears in Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. That's that was uh, <laughs> that makes the whole situation a little questionable. <laughs> how he talks about uh, wanting to win so much and wanting to win real bad, and that's why he's so competitive and causing such a ruckus. But the three teams that he wanted to tra- <laughs> get traded to were the Clippers, the Nets, or the Knicks. Ooh. I don't know, Yimmy. Something doesn't. Happen I don't way. know. <laughs> but I love it. This is very entertaining, and I wanted to keep going. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, we'll see. Has he played a game with them yet? We still haven't seen that, right? No. I'll be curious how it translates there. Yeah, one practice. They canceled practice the next day. (laughs) That's right. Like, let's not do that again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. This is the stuff made of legends, though. This is like if Chuck Norris was an NBA player, this would be what it was. It's. He came into practice. Jimmy took on the, the third string. They picked up a guy from the training staff, and they just took down the whole team. Wow. Wow. It's too funny. I don't think, I, I don't think enough people are t- uh, talking about how pre- premeditated this seems with oh, having Rachel Nichols there. It's all afterwards. set up. The confidence that he had to have <laughs> going into practice, being like, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to dominate. <laughs> and then after, I'm going to talk about it. That's my favorite part. <laughs> It was premeditated, and it all went to play. Like uh, he went out there, took his shit in the middle of the court, uh, and walked out. Uh, That's crazy. I love it. I love That's it. Legendary. And this is why the NBA is going to take over the world. Yeah, absolutely. There's no better, no better league. If you're not watching an NBA, you're just you're, you're living under a rock. Uh, I. With all this, I just don't know how the Timberwolves can make the playoffs, which is so sad after 15 years of struggling and finally making it to go right back out is is so criminal. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Um, the other thing, and maybe this is just close to home, I don't know if you guys care too much, was this Suns fired their GM, 
uh, Ryan McDonough after four or five seasons, I believe, um, which is just instability after instability. We we fired our coach three games into last year. Uh, <laughs> Earl Watson, uh, you know, left us with some scars, and now we're just PTSD some more, which is really where the Suns are. Which is a shame. Which is a shame. Yeah, I don't know what's going on in Phoenix, Keith. Do you know what's going on in Phoenix? It's just the Suns being Suns. Oh come on, man! <laughs> you know, uh, I don't know. I, it's just tough. I don't know what the owner expects when you're in a conference like that, and then a, a conference that's tough ones for one, and then you add the best player in the world to it. <laughs> I don't know what they expect. So it's yeah, unfortunate. I don't know to see, Keith. but. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, the big knock against the Suns right now is they're going into the season without really a point guard, um, which is never good. I think Melton, uh, the rookie, might be the best point guard on the roster right now, which is saying something. Um, and it sounds like Sarver wanted to make a playoff push earlier. He wasn't patient with this rebuild, um, which is questionable. And even Suns fans themselves seem to have a debate if we do want McDonough or not, um, there's some questionable picks. Alex Len, Dragon Bender come to mind. And so it's really tough to say if this is a good move or not. What is questionable is the timing of it, I think, most. Coming into yeah. the season, rebuilding the roster, what? drafting eight, and making all these decisions, and, and now you're left with a new team. Right. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> if, they, if they didn't trust him at first, they should have you know, fired them in April and let somebody new make the decisions. Right. <laughs> you know, you, you let these guys make decisions for what your franchise is going to look like for that season. And right before the season starts, you cut them. So that's yeah. uh, yeah. It's madness. I don't know. I think what it ultimately make- says is that Sarver is running this team and organization and he's fine with that. It sounds like James Jones is just going to take over as GM, which we'll take it for what it is. Yeah. Uh, and so I'm proje- my projection is LeBron's going to, you know, when he's ready to retire, he's going to move to Arizona, play a couple games of, you know, 42, <laughs> suit up with his buddy James Jones and it'll all be good. Yeah, yeah okay, GK. <laughs> Come on, we need another Shactus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, any anything else you guys want to hit on uh, for this week before we go into the Southeast Division? Uh, yeah, I don't think I have anything else. Uh, I think we covered everything. Yeah, we're good. We're good. We're good. The one thing I will add is I I wouldn't be surprised if Brian comes back the next episode and, and pulls a Jimmy Butler on us, you know, saying that we're trying to pick Keith <laughs> over him. We'll see what happens. That's all them yeah. saying is B. It's not me. <laughs> I'd love to do this with you here too. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's move on to this division. Um so we're talking Southeast today. This is led in part by the Miami Heat last year, who came in sixth place in the East. Washington Wizards followed pretty closely with the ace seed. Uh, Charlotte Hornets, Orlando Magic, and then tanking at the bottom is the Atlanta Hawks. Let's start from the bottom here with the Atlanta Hawks. Last year, they had a 24-58 and 58 record. Rough season. Um, you know, they. I think we're excited about some of their youth. Um Torian Prince had a nice year overall, I think, putting her up 13 and 5. John Collins came on and kind of surprised everybody, um, taking over as an all rookie second team player and a nice piece to build around for them. Um, but this is really a rebuilding year and looking to the future, I think, overall. Uh, anything you, want, you guys want to say about last season for them? 
about last season. Yeah. What I, what's <laughs> remarkable is they're just four seasons removed from this 61 team and have now completely fully blown it up, uh, getting rid of Mike Budenhauser. Yeah. Uh, I, the downfall of the Hawks these last three years has just been ugly. I don't know. It it's uh I don't really know because at one point they were trying to move on, trying to attract Dwight Howard, and it yeah. just kind of has gone sideways since then. It feels like. Yeah, I got rid of Millsap. Yeah, like Al Horford shipped off. Uh, yeah, it, it it they were blowing it up, but it didn't seem like they knew what they wanted to commit to. They tried to commit to Dennis Schroeder for a little bit, and that. Yeah. was not really working out and <laughs> now they're still looking for a big piece and they're trading for Trey. I mean, we haven't gotten to that yet, but I don't know. I don't have much to say about this past season about the Atlanta Hawks. Cause there's not really much to talk about. Yeah. yeah not much to say at all. I think <clears throat> it was clear early on that uh, coach Budenheiser uh, wasn't, they were in him in the front office really weren't meshing um, their decisions uh and where they thought the franchise should be going didn't align. So I think they're starting anew, starting fresh. And I think their main focus is putting people in the stands, honestly. Yeah. That is a good point. Clearly. Yeah. Yeah. And they did that this offseason. I think I'm at least excited to watch some of these and what Trey Young has done. Did you guys see this game winning shot he had uh, the other night? Yeah. That was an awful shot. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they got him, though. You that's know, that's why they picked him up. Yeah. The, the, I don't know. Have you guys watched Luca? Have we oh all my god, Luka? dude! I am so excited. I've been watching Luca for the past year and a half. Yeah. Since the since really the FIBA FIBA basket uh, last last year, um, watching that. But even before hearing about him, I've heard his name before, and for him to do what he's done so far in his career is amazing so there's and no it's stuff doubt i've never seen anyone do yeah it's incredible yeah. um so we'll see if he can keep it up in the the regular season tipping off against the suns i think on thursday which should be fun um yeah. and the reason we're talking about luca here the elephant in the room i think was the draft day trade um the hawks trading uh down to get trey young ultimately for a first round pick uh next year from the dallas mavericks who then selected luca Doncic. And I, I mean, ultimately, I think I, w- I would want Lucas still. I think they made a mistake, but we'll see how it all shakes up. I'm still high on Trey Young, too. How do you guys feel about him? Uh, it's a long way since his opening summer league game. Yeah. And I don't know. Like Keith mentioned before, Atlanta's here to sell tickets, so I think he's perfect for that. Mm-hmm. He is. He's uh, got that relationship with Quavo already. We've seen them uh, exchange <laughs> on Instagram. Um, yeah, yeah. I think it's just it's that it's the Steph Curry effect, and what excites people is that he's a he's a bad shot maker. And yeah. at the end of the day, the NBA is and is all about entertaining, and and Atlanta is trying to fill the stand. So <clears throat> getting a Trey Young is is definitely more exciting now piece. But I think mm-hmm. they'll uh, regret it later on if they're when they are trying to push for a championship. Yeah, yep. well said. Although I, I mean, I think what's understated with Trey Young is his ability as a playmaker, not just a, a shot taker. 
it seems like he does have great court vision and I think could be, I don't know, project to like the top two player on a contending team. There's at least a chance that he can play up to that level. Um, Luca, on the other hand, I think could potentially be the best player on a contending team, which is a big difference. Yeah, agree. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that's even a high high praise for that's Trey. High praise for Trey. I worry about him <laughs> so much defensively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well said. I guess just watching uh, Steve Nash and what he did, I think you can still build a team around him in that same vein. Okay. Yeah. That, that's at least why if he hits everything he needs to do in his absolute ceiling, he is very much a, a Steve Nash in my eyes. But we'll see if he gets okay. there. I see what you're saying. I definitely see what you're saying. Um, so last year, 2458, they kind of are going full youth movement now. They brought in Lloyd Pierce as their, their new coach. Um, so I traded for Jeremy Lin, which is a nice pickup, I think. I'm excited to see him finally healthy, hopefully, and get a full season out of him. Um, and really building around Trey Young and John Collins, it seems like. What do you guys see as uh, this year for the the Hawks? They're tanking. They're trying to, tanking. you know, they're yeah, they're tanking. Uh, let's get as many people as we can in the stands and and get the highest pick that we can in this next draft. So, right. yeah, that's all I see for them. Yeah, yeah I see. That. Yeah, same. Finishing similar to last year. It's low, probably like twenty three ish. Yeah, that that feels about right. I will say that their social media game is on point and hopefully we see more things. I think they did like the Tinder night last last year. Did you guys see that one? That's right. So they'll try to draw some people. They're also doing fan friendly uh pricing in the arena. Oh, that's right. Yeah, cuz they're yeah. the same owner as the the Falcons, is that right? Yep. Yep. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, so oh, got it. Got it. That's cool. Also, I, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of what the organization is doing, at least. For sure. That's great. Um, unlike when you go to a Warriors game now, which I can't even get into, by the way, it was preseason tickets last week for 40 bucks is just absurd. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty ridiculous. Anyway, before I vent too much, uh, moving on to the Orlando yeah. Magic here. Um, <clears throat> so this is an interesting team, I think. They've still been in this rebuilding mode for quite a long time. Uh, last season was no different at 25 and 57. And the note I have here is, I don't know what, what this was trying to do. <laughs> what were we trying to do here as the Orlando Magic? Um, it mm-hmm. seems like we were rolling the dice a little bit with Jonathan Isaac, seeing what they had there. Um, and Nikola Vucevic is still putting up numbers. I think Aaron Gordon had a good mini leap, is what I would call it. Um, you know, boosting his numbers up every year and still super young. Yeah, no, you're years on a grad, zonal alumni, so you're always going to have that affinity for, for AD. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I I like Orlando Magic's roster on paper a lot. I like the length of Mobamba and Isaac. Yeah. I think that's got a lot of potential. Orlando sitting, Orlando pretty much giving the keys to Aaron Gordon is kind of, uh, I don't know. I don't know how much he can really carry them for an entire season. I mean, clearly we can see last year because they were 25 and 57, but I, I kind of want them to go after another big name player because they have a lot of good supporting cast Mm -hmm. pieces right now. And I think that they're a solid point guard away from 
being in that playoff discussion, mm. especially in how like how weak the East is currently. So I don't know. They have the pieces. I think they have a they're an attractive landing place for a lot of players, or they should be at least, in my eyes. Yeah, I'd second that. I mean, I think what they're betting on is that Gordon can continue to improve. Um, going up from like 12 points per game the year prior to 17 this year. Um, and most notably, jumping his three-point percentage to almost 34%. Um, if mm-hmm. he can continue to do that, and they build up to your uh, excitement about the length they have being like a defensive identity, um, it's a nice spot to plug and play a point guard to help them create an offense and, and build around. Mm-hmm. The question in my mind is, I don't know how good Aaron Gordon really is. I don't know how good Jonathan Isaac is. I am super high on Bamba. Um, mm-hmm. The potential ceiling of him being a go-bear that can spread the floor a little bit better and have an offensive game is scary. Yeah, If, if scary. all that comes together, then there's something there. Yeah, But a lot of ifs. A lot of ifs. Um, lot there's of a ifs. lot of potential on you know, on Orlando, I feel like that's something that's been said about them for the you know, past <laughs> two or three years um, with the departure of Mario Zonia and, you know, the potential that yeah. he showed, um, especially his summer league, his rookie year that, you, you know, after the draft leading into his rookie year, he really sh- showcased some potential there. Um, there's a potential with Jonathan Simmons coming in and uh, plugging in and, living up to that potential that he showed in, in San Antonio. Um, yeah. What year is it for Jonathan Simmons now? I think this is, is like, the, this is his, uh, might be his fourth year now. Yeah. yeah. It's his second in, in Orlando here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, it, you know, it's all, it's all potential. Uh, I think the guy that I, you know, watched Orlando for is, is Mo Bamba and to see his, you know, maturation. I think Aaron Gordon is, what we see Aaron Gordon now, I think that's what what he is. I don't think him, Mm -hmm. I don't see him really getting any, any better than he is now. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good point. And so initially when they re-signed him this year for four years for 76 million, I was a little taken aback by it, but looking into the contract more, it actually starts off and diminishes from there. So it starts off at 21 million for the first year and then goes down to 16. And with that in mind, like I like the deal. I think he's a $16 million a year guy. Um, and that gives him some flexibility going forward to build around. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I think you had to pay Aaron Gordon that money also just because he he would be a really good piece to a you know a contending team. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. And yeah, talk about getting people in seats. Yeah. Dude exactly. can get up. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, I think they're building on something good. We'll see. It's a make or break it year for them, I feel like, where either we have something here we can start to invest more in or we're kind of still lost. (laughs) Um, But ultimately, I think they'll do better this year, probably going, I don't know, 30 wins. What do you guys think? Yeah, 30 sounds good. Yeah. 31. I was being generous, guys. I know, I you know. Think so that's being really generous for them. <laughs> I, I would take the under on that. <laughs> uh, you take the under. Yeah. I mean, if DJ Augustin is leading your point guard rotation, I do like Jerry and Grant though. Um, ah, you got to do something better there. I just don't know where the yeah, offense they, is going to come from here. Just move forty-eight to the one and Simmons up. <laughs> Bring Augustine. 
coach. There you go, coach. <laughs> I did like Mo, anyway, Mo Bamba on the shop was entertaining though. Yeah. He's a good dude. Yeah, he is. Um, yeah. Plus the song, Mo Bamba. That's true. It's fire. Which I hear they play in the locker room before every game. Yeah. That's just the rumor. <laughs> you got to get you gotta get those guys motivated somehow. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right time to move on to the the charlotte hornets here (laughs) yes this is the biggest like wtf is going on team here uh mj just still isn't getting it together um so last season the hornets finished 36 and 46 uh on the bright note i think kemba made the all-star team and became the team's all-time leading scorer which is pretty cool and the love there couldn't be stronger uh, between the Hornets franchise and Kemba. So it sounds like he's locked in there. On the downside, they haven't had a, a 51 season since 1997. I don't know what you guys were doing in 97, but I was probably like playing, I don't know, Pokemon Red and trying to beat the Elite Four. <laughs> <laughs> the good old days. The good old days, man. That's when we all peaked. <laughs> um, this offseason... I think the biggest thing, I mean, you're super high on Miles Bridges, right, Dev? Oh, yeah. Oh, As yeah. All right. Yeah. We got two for him. I'm, the only thing I w- I'm questionable about him is his length and ability to uh, create his own shot. We'll see how that works out. Um, but the biggest thing in my mind is, like, this salary cap for the Hornets is just fucked. Yeah, aren't they super in the red? They, or is it? they are super locked up with players like uh, Bismack Biombo, I think, is their second highest paid guy. They got, obviously, Batum on that mega deal that's just not looking that great in hindsight. Um, yeah. Yeah, $24 million for Batum. They got, let's see here. Like get, uh, Marvin Williams is getting 14 Kid Gilchrist yeah. is getting 13 Like It's... Yeah, while Kimbo's getting twelve, yeah, it's a little backwards. Cody Zeller with thirteen million. I just don't know how that even happens. Yeah. Um, so it's a tough time to be a, a Hornets fan, really. I mean, they do have a great, you know, courts they're rolling out that we were talking about, Devin. But that's kind of the only highlight right now, I think. Yeah, yeah. I like their jerseys; they're cool. It's neat <laughs> that the Jordan logo is on their <laughs> uniform. Everyone else is a Nike check. <laughs> That's a plus. I was a little bit, I was hoping to get more out of Malik Monk too last year. I think he averaged something like 10 points a game. Um, didn't play the Maybe. whole year, but didn't quite see that electricity and match with Kemba that I thought we would expect to see. Um, yeah, I, don't, I just don't know where they go from here. I think you kind of have to, they want to keep Kemba there and build around him, but the salary caps just aren't there. I think you have to move on accept defeat, move Kemba, move some of these weighing down contracts like Kid Gilchrist and Batum and start to actually rebuild here. Well, yeah. they were shopping Kemba around. It was rumored yeah. last year. Um, so that I don't think true. they're truly committed to him like that. Um, but it's who's going to give Kemba any money, who can, right. who is willing to. And I, it's going to be interesting to see if he gets – that max level deal that 
you would say he deserved maybe two years ago. Mm. Um, I think people are still, you know, hopefully people are still, you know, in love with the idea of cardiac Kimba and that run that he had <laughs> before he came into the league. But it's just, it's going to be interesting to see the kind of year that he has um, it being a contract year for him. And with them also trying to develop guys like Malik Monk and, and miles bridges who's shown promise. So, uh, it's gonna be yeah. I'm I'm interested to see where where the Hornets end up because um, they're mm-hmm. a weird team, and more yeah. interested to see where Kimba ends up next summer. Yeah. Do you think? Well, I mean, the Hornets have to try to trade him still. Are they gonna put him on the block this whole season? Uh yeah. Right? I think Kimba's a Kimba's available all year. I think so. Um, it just depends on what they're what they want to get back for him. And then right. you know, what they're willing to accept. Yeah. Right. I can't imagine them moving him for any true value deal. Some team will have to overpay massively in order to get Kemba out of this uh, franchise, it seems like. Yeah. What team would be silly enough to do that right now? The Knicks. Uh, the Suns, for the sure. <laughs> the Suns, for sure. The Suns. Oh, the Suns. Yeah, the Suns. Yeah, the Suns would do that. Yeah. I'd be worried about what what the offer would be. It, it would be something like uh, Josh Jackson, uh, two unprotected firsts, and and some filler. <laughs> then they take that top spot at the most. What the fuck is the print? This franchise. <laughs> That's right. That's really what they're going for. You know that. Oh man, it wasn't that long ago. We were bad. We were good guys. Give the sun <laughs> some credit. Uh, anyway. Um, yeah, so I mean the the uh, the other thing I want to add about the Hornets was like Dwight Howard had an under the radar year last year and actually put up some numbers like made this team better I think uh, which we'll touch on as the next team I think is the the Washington Wizards actually uh, but, but before we get there what do you guys see as the, uh, the record for the Hornets this season? Uh, I, don't, I guess thirty. Did it thirty eight probably? I don't see them jumping up thirty seven. I always give the like a couple more wins just because bronze out of the East. So yeah, yeah. I give them those Cavs wins. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I'd say right around there too. I don't think that I don't see them moving too much in the win loss category. Honestly, yeah, they seem to be continuing to be mediocre. I mean, Jeremy Land, they have some good depth. I feel like it's just they're lacking that next player to Kemba to really take over. And, and maybe that's Miles Bridges. Uh, but it seems like the biggest question is, will Kemba be on this roster come midseason? Um, to which, if he's not there, like it's looking pretty bleak. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. I, I would say low 30s, just because I do think some of the East teams, the middling East teams specifically, got a little bit better. And I feel like they're just pretty stagnant. Mm. Anyway. Uh, moving on from from the biggest one WTF team in the league uh, to the Washington Wizards. Uh, so last year, Washington Wizards snuck into the A seed in the East with a forty three and thirty nine record. Um, they lost the first round to the Toronto Raptors two to four in the series, and this was both with regards to record and playoff ability the biggest step back they've had uh, in the prior season, where they lost in the second round the year before. What yeah. do you guys think of uh, last season for the Wizards? Pretty underwhelming. 
extremely underwhelming. They had a lot of injuries, though, right? Yeah. How many games did? Yeah, they're. It was underwhelming. Yeah. I think it was just a, a fluke year, to be honest. John Wall got hurt. There were some internal issues that we saw surface on, you know, on social media and um, in the media itself with uh, Gortat not being happy yeah. there. So that's right. Oh yeah. yeah, there was a lot of stuff that went down that you could see was happening internally that just surfaced. You can see why this team had a step back, had the step back that they did with their overall record. Yeah. I remember that Gortat beef is John Wall was injured, but was talking about it. I was talking, getting interviewed on ESPN, and then they like commented, they, they told him what Gortat said during the interview. And John Wall was like, I don't know why he's saying that. He gets all his points off my assist. Like, <laughs> the most easiest spoon fed buckets, I believe he said. Something. That's right. <laughs> That's great. Now he's off the team. <laughs> yep. Well, yeah, it wasn't a hard decision for Washington. <laughs> yeah, John Will only played in 41 games last year. Um, looks like some other injuries to Otto Porter as well, missing a few games here and there. Yeah. I definitely think that we'll this see. Team I mean, there's is, definitely talent on this team. There is. I think they'll be high they'll be higher than an eighth seed this season. Oh, absolutely. Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. I think they go ahead, Dev. No, I was just gonna say, yeah, they improved. I mean, I like the the trade for Dwight is a good fit and risk for them. Mm-hmm. I don't know, he he's like the third option on offense, but he's gonna be a good defender in the key and get all the rebounds like he normally does because that's the player. He was like a twelve and twelve guy or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, perfect. Yeah, he's not gonna do enough. Allows John Wall to still be John Wall. <laughs> Yeah, that's the hope. We'll see if he <laughs> what he does in the locker room. But I guess he can't be any worse than Gortat, both on and off the court. Right. right. Yeah. Like, like oh, that happened. The one forty three games. Yeah. And I think Washington's gonna be all right. Yeah, I think so. I mean, ultimately, I do like adding Rivers as a nice piece too, and Jeff Green is you know certainly fine off the bench. Um, <laughs> it, it definitely feels like a four or five seed right there. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's exactly where I see him. Like that four or five. Mm-hmm. Do we like them over? I think the Bucks are what we've most talked about is getting that four seed. Um, uh, it'll be close. I think they'll finish behind the Bucks, but it'll be like a half game behind finish type deal. Yeah, pretty competitive there. Yeah. Um, and excited to see what John Wall and Bradley Beal can do this year. Um, I think they'll actually overtake the heat for the first place in, in this seed, in this division mm-hmm. here. Um, mm-hmm. Win-wise, I, they'll take a pretty good bump up here. I'd project at, I don't know, 49, right around there. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think? Yeah, 49, 40, I, 50. Yeah, 50. I'd like to give them that 50. Ah, yeah, that's yeah. generous of you, Keith. Let me give them the 50. <laughs> <laughs> John Wall. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, John Wall hitting his jumper. Get yeah, the, he's got the outside threes now. Going. I'm a believer. Well, scary. Yeah, scary. He's actually on tap to get paid. I think 41 million dollars per season, uh, starting oh. in 2021. I want to say. My goodness, that That's is good money. Some good money. It's <laughs> a lot of money. That's a lot of dough. Um. Anyway, a lot of parties. <laughs> yeah. He's a little looking a little rough this offseason. Do you guys see this? What's going yeah. on? Yeah. 
Yeah, he's in, he's living his best life. <laughs> <laughs> he's hitting threes now, so it's all good. That's right. You can put on a little weight if you start in those threes. Uh, all right. Um, so we're projecting playoffs for the Wizards. Strong record overall. I think a nice starting five here, like Markeith Morris, Dwight, knuckleheads, but they can contribute for sure mm-hmm. um, for a really nice playoff run. Mm-hmm. I mean, ultimately, I think they could give some trouble to the Raptors, the Sixers, the Celtics. I, I would see that as like a six-game series if everything goes right for them. Versus C's and the Raptors? Yeah. yeah. Six games? I think to get six games out of that, they need somebody like Jeff Green to step up. Yeah. You know, That's tough. he's the biggest... <laughs> You know, what the heck are we going to get tonight, player? Yeah, yeah no doubt. Yeah, Jeff Green should has all the tools to be a superstar. Oh, man. When they had that big three in OKC with him and Russ and KD as the future. Yeah. Little and do we know. Shout out to OKC for drafting well. Yeah. No kidding. Um, all right, guys. Moving on to the final team here in the, the Southeast Division. We've got the Miami Heat. Uh, Spolstra and crew last year finished with 44 and 38 for the sixth seed. Um, improving a little bit on the year prior with a 500 record where they were just missing on the playoffs. Um, the big thing for them, I think, was Gorn was an all-star. They're trying to get rid of Hassan Whiteside as, as much as possible. Uh, and they got a lot of talent here. They got a lot of depth, I think, with players like Justin Winslow, Josh Richardson, uh, Olnick even, James Johnson's a man, and Bam uh, at the center spot is a nice piece that they added. Um, it's a pretty fun team where I think they have a, a really strong identity, and I love Eric Spolstra and, and what he can do with the team. Yeah. It's like the spirit of what Memphis used to be is now in Miami. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's well said. Uh, I think I, I was kind of excited for Jimmy Butler to come to Miami. I was hoping that trade would have gone through. I think that would have been an exciting team to watch in the East. With him. Yeah, that's a great fit. Um, yeah, push pushing Dion to the second, waiters to the second unit with Wade. That would have been exciting. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen a franchise also when you mention Hassan Whiteside, regret giving a player money so quickly. <laughs> into that contract. Oh, man. Immediately trying to get rid of him. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited to see Miami does this here. I don't know. They're not really going to do much, but they're always fun to watch. Yeah. Close. Yeah, solid basketball all around at least. I mean, it does feel like they need either someone like a, a Winslow or Richardson to take that next step for them. Or they need to acquire that from somewhere else. Yeah. Which uh, Jimmy Butler seems to be the right piece. I don't know how you make that work, though. Um, Contract-wise, trade value-wise. It seems like Josh Richardson would be the logical person to to move. Mm -hmm. Um, But they have a lot of bloated contracts here with Olenek and James Johnson, I think, 15 a year. Um, what's Tyler Johnson? Isn't he pretty high too? Yeah, he's at like 19, I want to say, off the top of my yeah. head. Um, so money all around. Yeah, he got paid, paid. Yeah, he really did. What was that? Was the the Nets were trying to match, or the the Nets gave the the offer, and the Heat were forced to match? Yeah. Good for the Nets, man. <laughs> <laughs> trying to trick the Lita over. <laughs> 
he had somebody working on the inside in Brooklyn on that deal. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Can you imagine? I bet he has like Nets gear he's rocking. <laughs> Absolutely. He loves that team. Um, but yeah, I mean, this team has a strong identity and I think it'll be, you know, totally a playoff team. I think Pat Riley will do something to shake up this team this year. Definitely. Yeah, they, they're they're missing a superstar. They need they need that star. I don't know if that guy is Jimmy Butler, but maybe yeah. Jimmy Butler could attract somebody there. Um, we've seen Pat Riley make some moves before, so you know, never you know, don't underestimate the power of the mafia down there, <laughs> the Miami mafia. You think they try to make a move for Kimba? I can see that. Um, I don't know. I think that's pretty parallel, though, with Goran. I don't think that's much of an upgrade. I don't think they're opposed to moving Goran either, though. Yeah. Sure, sure. His name, is, his name comes up a lot as well. Yeah. I guess I just don't see Kemba as improving this team led by Drogic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. up more so, if anything. But yeah, I don't know. I agree with you that there has to be a move coming with Pat. Has to. He'll make a deal. Now's the time, too, with LeBron in, in L.A., like we've all been saying. Mm-hmm. Damn, blowing up over there. <laughs> my bad, guys. My bad. Um, so, yeah, the, the Heat, another strong year. I think they improve probably on their win total slightly. Mm-hmm. Maybe 45, 46, just for... Oh, before we get to that, guys, we got a Dwayne Wade. Oh, yeah. The final tour. The final tour. Coming back one year. Um, I love it. I love this kind of shit. Yeah. We love we love Dwayne the way we love Kobe. Right? <laughs> the way we love Kobe? Yeah. Uh, I think I love Dwayne more than I love Kobe, honestly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I'm, I'm excited for his farewell tour. I am, too. I am, too. It's sad to see him go. How do we feel? How do we feel? Yeah. Okay. Is that what you're going to ask? Yeah. That's what I was going to. Yep. I was going to ask that. Something like that. Where do we we rank him all time? I mean, he has to be a top. Oh, man. Top three shooting guard, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely top three. Yeah. Who else do you got up there? Uh, MJ and I guess Kobe. Or MJ and. Maybe not Kobe. MJ, Dr. J. And Wade? Nah, MJ, no. Kobe. Wade. MJ, Kobe, Wade. Yeah. Wow. Just, go MJ, Wade, Kobe. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I guess I just wish Wade would have aged nicer as a player over time. Right. I he think to, uh, he sacrificed his body a lot early yeah. in those early yeah, years. Yeah. And I, don't th- I think if we didn't have that, we wouldn't have – the D Wade that we know now, know today. That's right. Yeah, I like Back I like the flash. idea of a farewell tour. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I like the I'll idea that of a farewell tour, man. I like mm-hmm. the idea because I, you know, just as young fans when we started watching the game, coming up, from you know, off of D Wade, off the Kobe's, and 
being able to see them one last time is big. I don't like how players are at the end of the season were like, well, I'm done. Yeah, last year was my last year. And it's I think we would take the season in a lot differently. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Especially for a player as universally beloved as, as Dwayne Wade is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of wish Ginobili was more committed more to that being his last season. Yeah. Ah, yeah. But What's he goes out in silence like Duncan, huh? Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah Duncan too. Yeah. yeah. That farewell tour would have been amazing too. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, Dirk better do that. <laughs> yeah, that would be a fun one. When do we get one from Vince? Three years? Ooh, that Vince one's going to hurt. <laughs> that one's going to hurt, bro. <laughs> we forgot to mention Vince with uh with Atlanta. Oh, that's right. Selling yeah. tickets. <laughs> Talk about selling tickets. Yeah, <laughs> keep Man, getting that Vince check. He has crazy. to get a ring at some point though. We gotta so. pick him up. I hope so. Somebody, please. Yeah. I want to warriors to sign him to be honest with you. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, but he seems opposed to that whole idea of ring chasing. Yeah. I think As he's shown by Sacramento and Atlanta. Him, who's going to let him hoop the most? Yeah. Give him yeah. the most minutes. That's where he seems to be going. Huh. Well, good for him. Um, so that does it for kind of the, the Southeast division. It sounds like we're all in agreement with the Wizards taking over the top spot, followed by the Heat, uh, then the Hornets, Magic. Mm-hmm. Hawks? It sounds about right. The the Hawks and, and the Magic are really going to be fighting for those last two spots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, good, it's a good question. I, I mean, there is a non-zero chance that the Magic take a, a chance, though, and get it together and overtake the Hornets. Like, I could see that happening if I had to choose one upset special in this division. I mean, they're both going to be bad. Oh, everybody's bad. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I think Brian didn't want to do this episode because all of these teams uh, really have no chance of contending this year. Beabod's not got time for that. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Um, so that actually wraps up the Eastern Conference as a whole for the Hoopity Scoop preview specials. Um, it sounds like, well, let's do this. Devin, you have your, your playoff seedings. What are you What are you thinking for recapping the, the Eastern Conference here? You want to see? Oh, yeah. Um, let, me, let me see what I got. Who, uh, who I'm predicting to finish his top eight. Yeah. What do you think the seedings end up like? Hmm. Um, number one, huh? Sorry, all you men. Celtics finish number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, I probably have. I think I'd have the Raptors. The way that Kawhi has been playing this preseason is he's looked like his offense is next level so far. Yep. Especially for how long you away he's been away, it was it's been really impressive to see. So I put them at number two. It's almost like he was healthy the whole time. Yeah. Oh. Hey, that's messed up, GK. That's real messed up. <laughs> Number Let three. the man hoop, all right? Uh, three three uh, Sixers. Yeah. Four, four to have Bucks. Um, five. This one's tough. 
Yeah, five Wizards. Ah, uh, I got I I think I go Pacers. You go Pacers at five? Yeah. Oh, Depot just keeps getting better and better. What are you for the tiebreaker, Keith? I like the Pacers, man. Uh, yeah. Pacers yeah. five. My man. And then so Wizard six then is what we're thinking. Yeah, Wizard six. Then seven and eight. It's like, does it matter really? <laughs> I uh, mean, I think the Heat got that locked down. Seven Heat. I'll I'll say Detroit somehow figures out how uh, to sneak. I'm going New York, spot. man. New York. New York what? Eight spot. Wild what? card. You the believe Knicks. in Kevin Knox? <laughs> What? Is this nah, I'm joking, real? guys. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> the Nick. We lost all credibility uh, joking. Uh, joking. out the window. <laughs> Hardaway Jr. lead the Knicks. Uh, that's great. That's great. Who would you have at your eighth seed? Or is that is the Detroit sound good? Detroit, I could see Cleveland maybe. What do we do we say Cleveland? I could say Cleveland. I could see Cleveland, honestly, guys. With Kevin Love. Huh. I don't know whether to believe you now again. I'm serious. It was like because you guys aren't even against this like hard. When you think about it, the East is not great. Um, no, it's still, not good. but you still you have Kevin Love who can you know we don't know what kind of Kevin Love we're gonna get. I think we're gonna get the same numbers. I think it's less pressure on uh, Coach Lou as well in there, and I think I think they can sneak into that eighth spot because the East is not great. It's not, yeah. it's not great. So don't be surprised <laughs> if Cleveland's in that eighth spot. Don't All be right. surprised. Interesting, interesting. I, that's quite a surprise to me. Uh, I do think Hornets, Pistons, and I wouldn't be shocked to see the Nets hanging around there. Um, but we'll see. I, I think Pistons have the most talented roster uh, for sure out of those guys. Yeah. But I like the Cavs uh, yeah. pick. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I thanks, man. I, I think the, yeah, I think the Cavs <laughs> have a shot, man. <laughs> Can you can you name the Cavs uh, starting five here? <laughs> starting five, we got Hill at the one, Jordan Clarkson Ooh. at the two, oh. Rodney, oh, okay. Mr. Hood at the three, yeah. Kevin Love four. We got Tristan nice. Thompson five. Oh, and I think that makes me right. like question it is how much how much they they have to give minutes to Colin Sexton. Like they have to give him minutes. They have to let him make mistakes. Yeah. You got so that's that the only way I see this, you know, not going that route is him failing more than succeeding, but him having to get that experience nonetheless. Right. So yeah, yeah, which you should. And then, and I'm a, I'm a big, yeah, he's a, he I'm a big, uh, I'm a big believer in uh, in Jetty Osman. I think he's really oh, talented. Yeah? He's got a lot of potential. We saw him working out with all you know the great small fours of the league over the summer, um, and that pit mm-hmm. that we saw online. So I think Very I think funny. Jetty could can come in and make some noise. I love it. Yeah, I'm curious. And, and let's look to the playoffs now. 
we think we see the conference finals in the East as which teams? Um, Celtics, Raptors. Yeah, yeah, I would have to agree. I mean, the Sixers can be in the conversation for sure. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. The big X factor, I think, in this whole Eastern Conference, actually, is how good is Markel Fultz. Yeah, that is big. If he is the big three piece they're missing, if he can make that jumper and make some plays, um, I think they're right there with the Raptors. Yeah, they're scary. If he ultimately, though, if he could be a twenty guy, yeah, that'd be crazy. Really, really crazy. That this floor spacing is at the beginning of the season is really just going to mess things up with where the defenders are going to be playing faults. He's got to knock that jumper down to open things up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If he can prove that out at even like 35% uh, and less, that would be totally great for them. Yeah. Big win. Um, but we'll see. I mean, our, I think Boston Celtics should have this conference locked up for, for playing the Golden State Warriors in the finals though, right? Yeah. I think that's going to be a fun finals. Like a really fun finals. Celtics are... Oh, yeah. Celtics are kind of scary. Especially... You should be scared. With Gordon... With Gordon back, yeah. he saw how he said that he was a little—he was a little relieved that they didn't uh, make it to the finals last year. Uh, I would be. <laughs> oh, I didn't see that. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, I would be for sure if I was him. Mm-hmm. He just Pete thinks that uh, everybody's still hungry now, and and they can all go forward and improve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Um, well, cool guys. Anything else you guys want to hit on? What else is going on? Uh, what did you think of your first episode hey, man, here, I'm, Keith? Was a little nervous, you know. I'm a little nervous, but uh, no, this is uh, fun. This is fun, man. This is really fun. I love talking hoop in general, so this is great. You got I like it. Yeah, we need you're natural, man. Yeah, we need you recurring for sure. Appreciate that. Absolutely. Um, uh, I got any updates, GK? You also got Mario Party, right? Oh, I did get Mario Party, man. But I'm super disappointed you can't play online the, the board game That's shit. That's pretty whack. Totally Hopefully they add it. Yeah, we got to talk to our sponsors. I talk to- <laughs> we got to get you playing Rocket League, Devin. Uh, we had a good I time played once week. and I sucked and I'm like, no. Some things are not meant for me and Rocket League and Ping Pong are two things. <laughs> uh, I'm meant to do it, GK. Hey, that's fine. I respect it. With 2K? Let me know. Let me know when, when you want to play some 2K. Hey. We're waiting for you to come back to SF for that, I think. <laughs> I'll be back out there in a few weeks. That's true. You also got a cat, man. Are you going to bury the oh, lead with that? Yeah. Oh, man. I did not talk about young Taz. Pick up a cat. <laughs> I'll tell you the whole story. So one of my coworkers lives out in Long Island. And uh, she she became short. Uh, long story short, she became the cat lady of her neighborhood. And eventually, <laughs> it happens a lot where the mother of kittens will come over and drop the kittens in front of her porch. But usually, the mother will be there too, and then she'll come out and feed them or whatever. But the so this time, the mom dropped two kittens off the porch and then just left. So she took a picture of them and then. Posted on one of the, these threads at work, like, hey, if anybody wants a kitten, 
and me and my girlfriend have been talking about it for a while. So I just said, yeah, I'll take one of the kittens. And now she's spoiled, got her her bed where she's knocked out, a little mouse that's filled with cat, catnip. And we named her Taz. And that's the story of how we saved the kitten. That's a beautiful story. Thanks, man. He's <laughs> such a good person. Man. I like the name Taz, too. <laughs> I try. <laughs> I really try. <laughs> that's really. Thanks. Yeah. 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 Cassandra came up with that one. Taz. Yeah. We know she's the creator. Oh, yeah. Right? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Uh, uh, what else? All right, guys. Keith, what you got? Yeah, what's going on with you? Oh, you, nothing Keith? much, guys. You know, just chilling, listening to. I listen to a lot of music. Just tri- you know, Fridays oh, yeah. is like my favorite day of of the week. So when new music comes out, I like to you know set some time aside to really find the jams. You got any- that's right. We actually disrespected the song of the week. We should get to that now. Yeah, song of the week for me. Mm-hmm. For me. Yeah, from you. Man, this is tough. There's so many great songs out. Um, I'm going to have to say um, one of my favorite artists, Emily King, just dropped a, a single. Uh, it's called Remind Me, and it's great. She's great. If you haven't checked out any of her any of her work, you know, she's awesome. Her previous album, The Switch, is amazing. Saw her twice in concert. Um, yeah, so check out Emily King. You remind me of something. don't know who might be sleeping i just put you guys on to something nice all right i like it maybe a round of applause we need to tell you we need a soundboard that we need (laughs) we actually have you seen this up here i don't know if this will play but we have a setup here we got some pianos some drums (laughs) or is that just me (laughs) no i just did that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh that's stupid but yeah we need to do <laughs> corp tell this at the beginning of the episode <laughs> oh man now i'm bearing the lead i'm sorry guys <laughs> i don't even know that's where this is coming from yeah seriously okay. <laughs> it's cool we can have some custom ones too we'll have to add in yeah we'll need a, a be about hootie hoo <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that kills me. It's just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's the real innovation here happening at Hoopity Scoop. Hoopity Scoop. All right, guys. Uh, I think it was a good episode. It really broke down the Southeast Division. I think the only one we have left, and we'll see if Brian uh, is willing to entertain us with another visit um, as he's actually on the show, I think. Is the Pacific Division, uh, which hopefully we'll get to before the season tips off here on Tuesday. We got to talk Warriors. We can't go this whole summer without talking Warriors basketball and Lakers basketball, Keith. Yeah, that's um, right. Yeah, are you you want to join us, Keith? Or are you going to come back for the Pacific Division breakdown? Let's talk about the King, LeBron James, for sure. All right, 
That's right. Oh my god! If we have two Lakers fans on this, I don't know what I'm going to do. It's going to be great. All right, Keith, uh, you're locked in for the next episode. All right. <laughs> we signed him to a 10 day contract. <laughs> all right. Till next time, guys. Right. Boy.